this is just a test to <clears throat> basically see how fucking windy it is out here to see if this is even going to be quality enough to put up. Not that anybody's going li to fucking listen to it in the first place. It was like a test. Testing of the emergency broadcasting networks. Not really. You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. About playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. John is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. Sarcastically speaking about motherfucking sports. I don't think I've really done a whole one where I've just talked strictly sports. Matter of fact, I know I haven't. I haven't really done one. I haven't been... Yeah, here's a fucking win now. Of course. Nah. I'll tell you what I really want to talk about. <laughs> That'd be them, them Brooklyn Nets. I was about to say New Jersey Nets, but them Brooklyn Nets fucking swept in four games. Four games. Remember what was it? Two, three years ago when, when Kevin Durant... Left the Warriors after, you know, going back-to-back. Wasn't he back-to-back MVP? You know, finals MVP. And then jumps. And then leaves. I think he snapped his... What did he snap his? A ACL? Or his... Anyway, they, 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 they fucking sign him. And he's out for a year plus. You know, rehabbing. Was it the Achilles? I think it was his Achilles. They sign this fat deal. Kyrie goes there too, and it's like, oh shit, man. Whenever they get those fools on the on the court at the same time, it's on. It is fucking on. Well. <laughs> nobody nobody anticipated fucking COVID. Um the weirdness of fucking Kyrie Irving. Uh, injuries at inopportune time. I mean, and then you even sprinkled in some Harden. When they brought it in Harden, you thought for damn sure this is on, man. These dudes are about to have a fucking, a, a damn dynasty here. I mean, it shouldn't be fair. You know, the super team. Because that's what this era has been. But, like, a year before, Kyrie gets hurt. Durant's like one shot of, you know, lifting the team on his shows, beating the Bucks, who were the eventual fucking champions who built their team organically. That's and that's maybe the point that I'm trying to get to now. Uh, maybe the day of the super team in the NBA is over. Because think about it. LeBron's attempt with the Lakers. Man, them motherfuckers didn't even make the playoffs. Playoffs? You know about playoffs? Playoffs? I need to find that drop. Yeah, these fools even make the fucking playoffs. They won a bubble championship, which a lot of people are like, look, that one don't even count. Motherfucker, yes, it does. Yes, it does count. All right, it's a championship, but people are still going to shit on it because that's just the way people are. People look for a reason to shit on each other. People don't want to be happy for one another. 
That's the pessimist in me talking. Yeah. But yeah, this whole, I think this whole super team shit's not really working. You look at the Celtics, like I said, what they've done. They drafted that team, put them together. It was already, you know, you're, they're, they're the coach from last year. God, what's that, what was that guy's name? I can't even think of his name. He steps down and goes up in the upper management. Then you got these Celtics. Then it's like the middle of the year, they just flipped a switch. A defensive switch, because, man, they were D-ing your boy KD up in that series. I mean, I've seen all the memes of him, you know, Kyrie, not Kyrie, uh, KD after game one. It's him in a hospital, but KD after day two, he's flinching. Uh, yeah, he, they, they put on a clinic with D and that nigger. One thing about Kevin Durant that you look at him and man, his, his whole appearance is in stark contrast to his whole game. It's not pretty because his game is pretty. I mean, dude, that dude's got more, fucking a ton of, probably a couple hundred million. And always looks like he's steady, needs a haircut, his beard's peasy. I mean, what's the point of having all that money if you can't use it to improve yourself to some degree? And maybe he just thinks, hey, look, this is me. And I've said this shit for a couple years. I think my wife has said it more than me. I think that nigga's gay. I think he is. You never hear about him with women or see him with women or anything. I think he's gay. He's either gay or just married to basketball. But there's something up with that dude. I mean, because despite what I said earlier about his appearance, there'd be plenty of thoughts at the fucking <laughs> at the uh, at the forefront. Yeah, I did this um this Facebook post yesterday, and it was about um what did I put? The black experience is not monolithic. I made a little quick little short, put it up, and. Nobody gave a fuck. Uh, and I'm just going to be honest with you. See, look, let's, let's not front here. When you put shit up on social media, you're putting it up because you want it to be seen. You want to be recognized. And when, when, when nobody gives a shit, like, there ain't a lot. There's times where I'll just pull that shit down and act like this shit never happened. But this one I'm not going to put down. Not the fact that if anybody cares. I think maybe it's one of those things where eventually. But until then, man, I feel, feel a little bit stupid. I do. I shouldn't because I've been fucking... Producing a pod, producing, creating, editing a podcast for six, seven years that has next to no listenership. So what the fuck is we got one stupid ass post? Yeah. But you know what though? I think maybe maybe I'm gonna replay that, re-embed that one in the in this podcast. I think I will. At the end, we're just gonna shift it right back in there so you can you can not enjoy it then too. But as far as the basketball playoffs, there's so many fucking games on that, like, I don't even really watch regular TV. Too busy watching these games. I wonder if the, if the Pelicans are playing tonight. I, that, that might be a fucking must-see, must-see TV to watch. But yeah. So this is a new fucking Elon Musk. That's a weird-looking dude, if you ask me. He kind of looks like a... Like he's supposed to be a mannequin. Anyway. Apparently this fool bought Twitter for $44 billion. $44 billion. And what's the reason? My son says because he's been shadow banned. He'd had enough of that. He's going to buy it. He's going to do what he wants with it. You know? And then 
as soon as the word breaks that he's buying it, you get people going, yeah, you know, I'm getting off Twitter. Now that he owns it, I'm not going to bother with it. I'm getting off. Why? Why? I don't understand why people have all this hate for Elon Musk. I mean, what is he doing or done? If anything, like he's inventing shit that people utilize. Shit, Tesla alone, you should like that motherfucker. But people hate that dude. Remember when we did fucking Saturday Night Live? People are like, I'm boycotting it. I'm not watching it because it's like, because what? Because you know why it is? It's because people want to fucking argue. You say white, they'll say black. You say up, they'll say down. I mean, that's just people's, and they just want to argue. They, they're looking for a reason to dislike. I Look, he's just another billionaire rich motherfucker with a ton of money doing shit. Him buying Twitter affects me not at all. Not at all. Not, cause, because think about this, though. Fucking Twitter. Been on there talking to myself for years, too. It's like, you, like shit like that, you got to be like a famous person. You know, how do you, you got to generate a following for it to matter. So, I mean, I have somebody comment every now and then, but like Twitter's not a place that I spend a whole lot of time on. So because some rich billionaire bought it, I don't care. I could care the fuck less. I care more about what? What do I care more about? Lots of things. A whole lot of treasure trove of things I care more about. The other thing that I didn't even fucking touch on. That, as far as that Nets being swept by the Celtics series is your boy, Ben fucking Simmons. That guy, you end the season last year in fucking disgrace, scared to shoot the ball, does all this, all this high wire acts, complaining, you know, sits out, uh, claiming mental illness. Gets to the Nets, you know, it's like, oh, cool. They're not rushing back his back. It's this. It's like, you're down. You're 0-3 in the NBA playoffs. And, you know, the word is he's going to play. Word is he's, he's, he's getting ready. He's going to play. And then doesn't. It's like, motherfucker, what do you? I mean, and they better not give him that 20 fucking million dollars back that he's trying to get. He didn't do anything for it. I hate to say it, say it but I'm going to say it generational man where these kids are nowadays they disrespect contracts players do you sign a contract and then decide you know what i don't like this shit anymore i want to move on to somewhere else and do something else and so you know what i'm just gonna sit out and there's not shit you can do yeah there is you'd be like i'm not paying you then motherfuckers like dude you know what when they when they sign these contracts nowadays you need to put clauses in there to where they can't keep doing this shit yeah they're making that type of money because 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 Joe Q Public, we don't fucking understand. We don't have uh, t- twenty million dollars a year. So when we see you guys doing it, some of us are like, man, fuck that dude. And then there's some there's, there's some fans who are like, nah, let's just let's pay him so we can you know keep fucking winning. Shit's fleeting. You know, he's getting all that money. What do they say? Money, money doesn't make you happy. You hear about all these super rich people who have a shit ton of money but are miserable. Uh, I'm sorry. And I know I'm saying this. What do they say? Walk a mile in another man's shoe. You don't know what you do. But I'm telling you what. If I'm a billionaire, that'd be very, it'd be very difficult for me to be unhappy. Because I'd be rich enough to fucking rectify any problem. And I don't care what anybody says. I would be. You can buy your way out of it. Not feeling good today? Take a pill. 
Go buy something. For me, and I, and dude, I honestly, I've said this before. The older I'm getting, the more like, I don't want to be bothered by anybody. Anybody. I grow tired of everybody. And I'm nice to everybody, but there's a time where I'm talking to people. And I'm just like, can you use less words to tell me nothing so that I can get back to the solitude of myself? That is me. I fuck, dude, I, I love being by myself. Love it. Love it. Love it. Fucking love it. And it's getting worse the older I get. Like, to the point to where that whole castaway thing, that whole concept, doesn't look half bad. I wouldn't mind recreating that, but I'd like to be like out in a, uh, somewhere with all my amenities, all my, you know, power, food, internet access, you know, tuck me away and I just work on creative shit. <laughs> yeah. Off for nine more days. Hell yes. Going to Washington, D.C. Maybe we'll try to film and highlight some stuff. Use that story mode on social media. But I tell you what, man, I couldn't have been happier the day I got off because if I've said it once, I said it a thousand times. I hate fucking call. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Dude, I, I legitimately. Say, look, if someone said, look, I tell you what, if you suck this dick, you do never have to take call for the rest of your life. I, I'm not doing it, but I'd, be, I'd, I, you'd get like a three second consider. Okay, be like, well, how big of a dick? How long? How long do I have to suck the dick? Do I need to make the dude come? Do I? I mean, I'd be considering all my options because I fucking hate call. I mean, you want to tell you why I hate call? I mean, you know, the concept of call, being on call, get off work, and just in case shit. Just in case they need you. I remember when I first started, they talked about call, and I never wanted any part of it from the fucking beginning. Never wanted any part of it. Was like, you know what? Dude, I want to go to work, work my time, get off, and not be worrying about whether or not I'm going to go back in. Because because call for us, it starts at fucking 17:30. That's 5:30 in military times. If you're not, if you don't know that, you could have googled that shit. You know, from 5:30 to 7 the next day. So get this. So you work. I work 10 hours. Then get off, and then I'm on call for another 13 hours. Yeah, I know it says that I work, what, a point seven. I work 70 hours in a pay period. Bullshit. Calls more because, dude, once you get called in, that's more time. I've got like 10, 15 hours of just callback hours on my, this next check coming up. And then when I'm off, I'm getting calls and texts about them needing shifts covered. I'm like, dude. I was so happy when I got off work the other day from being on that call. I felt like fucking Fred Flintstone sliding down the, the, the brontosaurus tail on my way out to get home to, to go yell at Wilma and beat that ass. I think Betty had better, better pussy than Wilma. And I don't think Barney was hitting that shit right. Just my opinion. Sorry, Hanna-Barbera. Had to adult that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, I can fly. I feel like that's what you Tony Stark. <laughs> so what's the moral of this story, guys? Okay, let me tell you the moral of the story. Ben Simmons, grow some fucking balls. And you better play next year. Elon, you can buy whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. 
has it doesn't bother me at all. I'm not gonna hate on you. I mean, but he's dude. That Musk is worth like 286 billion, and he spent 44 billion on Twitter. On Twitter, why? Yeah, maybe I should do a deep dive on that to find out why this stupid motherfucker did some shit like that. I'm sorry, man. I didn't touch on hardly any more of the NBA playoffs, and that's my fault because hey, I don't write shit down. I don't really prepare. Yeah, that's the reason why my podcast doesn't have a, a, a whole lot of run because I don't really prepare. I just crack the mic and just start talking first thing off the dome piece. I mean, the only playoff team I think I, playoff series I've talked about is Boston Nets, and the only reason that is is because this shit is over. They swept them motherfuckers. You know, another one that's a, it's kind of a trip to me: Pelicans, Suns, Suns being the number one seed with the best record in the league, they're cruising. Until Devin Booker comes up lame. What was that, the game before last? Or was it last game? All I know is, is that motherfucker had like 30 points at the half and then is on the bench. I don't even really know what his, what, his, what his injury was. But they were cruising. Once he left, it was all on Paul because the rest of they didn't have anybody else. If he felt like if it wasn't him or him, they were done. And these pesky fucking pelicans won't go away. These Pelicans, this team that basically um, kept winning despite the shortcoming of, of not having Fat Zion Williamson, who, and I've already made this point early on. I made this point even before the fucking playoffs started. I think the Pelicans, rather than paying that, that fat motherfucker, they should just trade him, get some shit for him. Because even just not, even just trade, even don't get anything from him, you just trade him, because you're going to pay that dude all that money, and he can't stay on the fucking court, because I'm sure even if they do sign him to, to a, to a long term, they, they fucking G him up, you know they're going to have weight stand, weight clauses in that contract, but dude, come on, come on, man, much like life, food's fucking undefeated. Nobody can resist food forever because you need food to live. So eventually you're going to eat. And once you take that first bite, you're going to take that second bite. And next thing you know, you're going to wake up and with, with open hogen dolls and pizza boxes and looking around like, what the fuck did I just do? You know what you did? You fed yourself. And I ain't mad at you. And you got access to all that money. I mean, you think about Zion. He comes out. Dude, he's hyped before he even comes out of college. Comes out. I think he signed a $100 million fucking shoe deal with Nike before he even shot one basket. That was a small Pelicans team, young Pelicans team. This dude didn't play this year. That's why I'm like, look, you have you Pelicans. You have already, you already have, you already have a, a playoff team. Team, you have a team. So what do you need that dude for? Other than to waste your fucking money, yeah, dude. You Brandon Ingram playing at an All Star level. What's that other kid's name? Jackson Hayes. You know, Valence Eunice, their center. Dude, that dude was going off that last game. Dude, I'm telling you. Let him go. Then you got the head coach, which Willie Green. That's a pretty black name. Willie. Willie Green. That motherfucker's coaching his ass off. And my wife pointed this out. That dude looks just like the motherfucker on Lovecraft. That show that was on HBO, that weird black sci-fi show. That dude looks like... He's, a, he's probably a shade or two lighter, but as soon as, you, as soon as I look at him, I can't not see that. Willie, apparently he played for years and apparently coached under the head coach of Phoenix. I forget what his name is. Is it Monty? 
Monty, was it Williams, I think? Who, when they were talking about him, they're like, yeah, 50-year-old Monty Williams. I'm like, and they're talking about how old he is. I'm like, fuck, I'm the same age as him. I don't look the same age because I don't grow hair on my face very much. On my head or my face, shave it all off. If I let that shit grow, I'd be gray as fuck. If I let it grow, people probably wouldn't, wouldn't question my, my blackness or lack thereof so much. <laughs> you know? <laughs> probably. Some of these other series, another interesting series was that the uh, T-Wolves and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis is the higher seed, but the T, this, it's a competitive series. Lots of, lots of components of that that are interesting. Obviously, number one would be your boy John ja Morant. That, what is that dude? 6'2", 127 pounds, flying all over the place. The thing about them, about Memphis, is... Even if even if their best players not playing, they're still they they'll they're still competitive. They'll still beat you, which is one of the reasons why they have the record they have. I don't even know who their head coach is. When you talking about Minnesota, I mean, come on. It's all about that. Well, mostly that soft motherfucker Carl Anthony Towns, and who? Uh, uh, but for me, it's Pat Bev, dude. Let me tell you something, Pat Bev. Is I, I we've already talk, we've already turned him. He's what you would call a high, what is he? A high functioning NBA irritant. Oh yeah, dude, I love that dude's antics. Fouling people, staying up in there, clapping really loud, mucking shit up. But you know what I didn't realize about him? He doesn't score really that much. It's all the other bullshit that he does. And like I said. Whenever I, whenever I know the Milwaukee Bucks are playing, not Milwaukee Bucks, the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing, I want to watch Pat Bev do Pat Bev things. Exactly. You got your boy Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, which when I first heard that nickname, I was like, really? Really? But apparently his dad called him that and kind of like it now. That dude's only 20 fucking years old. Are you serious? <coughs> D'Angelo. You know what I'm saying? You got him, D'Lo. I mean, the Timberwolves got a pretty good team. They're Phil Donahue looking fucking head coach. Yeah, that dude. I think his last name's Fitch. Probably played before. Yeah. All these coaches, have, most of them have played before. Or they've been in organizations for years. Yeah. Well, this wind is starting to pick up, so. I think we're done for now. I wish I could take credit. Um, for this this statement I can't I heard it on a podcast from a young man who's probably 20 years younger than me the black experience is not monolithic I can barely even say the word but when I heard him say it it just it fucking completely resonated with me it was it was something that's that was that that I have lived and felt but never could put the words together to actually articulate it the black experience is not monolithic which means that there's not one way to be black and that's the truth man i've lived my life hey i'm not gonna sit here in front hey look i'm black nobody thinks i'm black but i am black I mean, like I'm Filipino or mixed or something, but I'm 100% black. But yeah, I've been married twice to two, two white women. 
you know, pink toe, got the mic biracial children. Spend a lot of my times. If you look at my fucking Facebook profile and look at all my friends, most of them are white. Um, when I speak, I can remember growing up because I, I can remember lots of times people say, why do you sound, why do you talk white? Why do you sound like a white person? Why do you sound like a black person? And it's like, I just got used to that. And it's like, even now, like, like I have coworkers that will, you know, white coworkers that will come to me, ask me questions about black folks. And I would say, look, I'm not the fucking, the voice of all black people. Okay. That's not me, but I'll answer it from my point of view. But you want to know something? When I heard that statement, it fucking resonated with me so much, man. If I could meet that young man and it's from what it is, I'm listening to this podcast and they're, it's a podcast that they're, they're talking about, about um the show atlanta and they're breaking it down and god what was his last name i think his name's charles holmes and van latham him too latham listening to the two of them they're both very 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 pro-black but they're intelligent black folk black men and they and they both have trumpeted i mean the the fact that you know what I don't just because i can i'm i'm black doesn't mean i have to sound like a hood nigger or whatever you know and that's and and, and 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 like I said, that's what it is. The black experience. There's not one way to be black. Period. Oh, yeah, that's that head on productions. You don't know nothing about that head on. Head hunter, son.